Welcome to Our Morning Take. My name is Frank Johnson. And as always, I'm Abraham Lawrence. What's today, Abe? Good question. I have no it's idea. It's Tuesday. Is it? We just talked <laughs> you about threw it. Me, you threw me a curveball. It's Tuesday, episode 112. I, I was going to say what we normally say on Wednesday, but I guess I'll wait till tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow. Now, speaking of that, uh, I hope Harold is doing good, too. Praying for Brother Harold. Amen. Such a great guy. Yes, he is. That's uh, our hump day guest. Uh, that's never been in the studio. Crystal Lennox's dad. Yes, great people, and God rest her soul. His wife Sandy. They were very instrumental in encouraging my music career. Amen. Both of us. I will never ever forget that, and uh, they're just so gracious. The whole Lennox family is just amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I love them so much. They mean it so much to me and my family. So, uh, on that note, we're talking about Genesis chapter twenty-three, the death of Sarah, and Abraham is trying to find a special place to bury Sarah and. And a place he will be buried, too, of course, because he wants to be buried with her. So he finds this cave, Ephron's cave, which Ephron decides that it's worth maybe 400 shekels. And Abraham goes, great, let's get out those scales. And he weighs out 400 shekels and he gives it to him. And and I like in the NASB, what does it say in the King James, the last of verse 16? 400 shekels of silver. It says commercial standard. In the NASB. Does it say something different? It says 400 shekels of silver, current money with the merchant. Current money with the merchants, which simply just means the commercial standard. So that's cool. So obviously there was there was what was called the temple standard. Yes. And that was a certain weight. But this is the commercial standard. This is what people would just weigh out. Now, you, we don't have a temple. So that's kind of important to know. Yes. But Moses... They did have, well, they had a, you know, they had the tabernacle. Yes. And so Moses, he'd probably already written Deuteronomy or whatever, you know, so he already knew about the, he already knew about the shackles and he knew about the temple weight. So he's writing this. So even though they didn't even have that here, Moses is letting his people know this is the commercial standard. What, yeah. what the difference is? Oh, I have no idea. That's something we'd have to research. Thirty-seven dollars. But here's the thing, we, you know, we get. <laughs> People think I'm right. Yeah, I know. That guy he, is really smart. He's a smart guy. <laughs> and he used to be a truck driver. Is that the wow. 2023 standard? $37? <laughs> but um, we laugh and joke about Abraham and Ephron um, bartering back and forth. But this just goes to show you what kind of guy this guy Ephron is, you know. Because clearly Abraham has massive wealth and he could have for a lack of use of a better word, he could have fleeced him. Yeah, he would have paid a lot more. Abraham would have literally paid whatever. Because that's the place he wanted. Yeah, he would have paid whatever. But it does show how honorable both were. Yeah, absolutely. Abraham's like, listen, I'll pay whatever price. The guy goes, listen, I'll just give it to you. You're you're a great guy. And and they settle on 400 shekels. I I heard that, you know, you cause people to have bad dreams. And (laughs) so I'm I'm not trying to mess with you. God says you're a dead man. That's what my grandfather I'm trying to live a long time because I heard about you. (laughs) You are a dead man. (laughs) So Ephron's field, which was in Machpelah, which faced Mamre, the field and the cave which was in it, and all the trees which were in the field that were within all the confines of its border were deeded over to Abraham for a possession in the presence of of the sons of Heth, before all who went in at the gate of the city. After this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field at Machpelah, facing Mamre, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. So the field and the cave that is in it were deeded over to Abraham for a burial site by the sons 
I've had. And I'm thinking, you know, it's a peaceful area. You know, it's got the field. It's got the cave. And then I'm assuming that the grave is in there. You know, it won't be disturbed or anything, and it's big enough so when Abraham checks out, they will be together. Now, Moses writes all of this, and he's never seen it, and he never made it into the promised land, so he doesn't quite know where this place is at, but he describes it beautifully, and, uh, you know, that's just got to be one of those things when God tells Moses, you're not going. This is maybe one of those bucket list things that Moses had said, you know, I really always wanted to go see the grave of Abraham, you know, and Sarah. He's not going to get a chance to do that. Mm. Well, we come to the 24th chapter of Genesis. It's a great chapter. Uh, it's the way that they picked brides back then. It's certainly way different than things are done today. You know, I love teaching these things like my eighth grade Bible students because they're just like, yeah, that's not happening. Like, my daddy is not going to go find somebody for me. You know, that's just, uh-uh. And uh, they did things a little differently back then, didn't they, Abe? Yeah, they did. But um, before we get into this, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but I am. No, go ahead. Put me on the spot. When we get to verse 2, I'm going to have to have you really explain what that means. All right, I'll try my best. So let's try verse 1 first. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Abraham was old, uh, advanced in age. See, if Sarah died at 127, then he's 137 because he's 10 years older. And the Lord blessed Abraham in every way. Abraham Mm. said to his servant, the oldest of his household, who had charge of all that he owned, please place your hand under my thigh, and I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I live. All right, so you want me to explain? I'll give you my version. My version is this. That is an intimate area of a man's body. Under his thigh. And what he's telling him is this is a very serious nature that I'm, I'm trying to, I'm going to tell you something. Abraham thought that he was at that age where he could die any minute. He's 137 years old. I might die next week. You, you are in charge of everything that I have. You're the oldest guy. And I can't make Isaac promise me this because he'll marry the first thing he sees yeah, out there. Yeah. But you, you are going to be responsible to make sure that my son does not take one of these Canaanite women as his wife. Please do not do that. So you put your hand under my thigh right here, and you swear to me. So it's an intimate area, and this is a, this is a promise that the guy would definitely adhere. Because first off, they wore like flowing robes, and this actually does infer that he is underneath Abraham's robe. So this is an area that he he's just making... Uh, this as serious a nature covenant as he possibly could. This is, shows true intimacy between Abraham and this guy. And trust, because with intimacy comes trust. I trust you that you're going to go through with your promise. Now, you tell me, what do you think? You don't have to tell me. You don't have to agree. You can actually. No, did I'm you just say saying. You preached, I mean, did you preach on this? No, I, I, pre- I preached on something that we discussed off the air. Oh, okay. But um, I just think it, like you said, it's just an intimate covenant. You know, that way, you know, it's just like, this is how serious this is. And listen, we're going to we're gonna see this in other places. Yeah, exactly. Because I've heard it before. Yeah. But, you know. Jacob I, is going to I say. Never, that, I've never delved into it, which I will when I go home. Listen, but, uh, Jacob does the same thing with the angel of the Lord that he wrestles with. And remember, he he bruises his hip, and Jacob has a limp for the rest of his life. So the, And that's that same area. It's that same area where God bruises Jacob's hip. So same kind of thing. So basically, um, would you say that Abraham's just concerned for Abraham, I mean, for Isaac having this massive wealth and just to 
be dwelling with the wrong people or just for genealogy purposes? What do you think? Why doesn't he want him to mess with those people? It's God's will. It's God's will. He knew that. He knew that, you know, his people had to be perpetuated by his people. So do you think that Isaac wasn't strong-willed enough to know growing up with dad, hey, don't do that? He's still a young guy. He's 37 years old, and I just don't think Abraham... What did Abraham do when he was 37 years old? He goes to Egypt and finds an Egyptian, and look how that worked out. Now listen, like father, like son, he's like, Isaac may be better than me. I hope he is better than me, but the whole thing is just you, in case you're going to make sure that he just, is. Just in case he's not, yeah. stay, away, stay away from them Canaanite girls. Yeah, verse 5, the servant said to him, Suppose the woman is not willing to follow me to this land. Should I take your son back to the land from where you came? That's a great question, isn't it? Yep. That's a great movie. Now that my hand's under your thigh, let's talk about this. <laughs> okay. Hopefully the hand has been removed from the thigh now. This I time. hope so. <laughs> okay. So now we're just going to ask some and questions. And how long is that conversation? Honestly, while my hand is there, I'm not saying anything. So <laughs> get my hand back. Okay. Then. Anyway, he, he's like, okay. So now like, what First if I... First of all, does he even say like, define thigh? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you go home and you. I hope you bring something to the table on this next time. Oh my goodness gracious! Oh man, it's good to laugh. PG, <laughs> PG podcast. This is a podcast. Come back tomorrow. We might find out who Isaac marries. Spoiler alert: his sister. <laughs>